previous episode uh, we talked about verse 11 in chapter 2 where krishna tells arjun that he shouldn't be mourning over the people around him and that those who are wise mourn neither for the living nor for the dead and there we started getting into some of the fundamental concepts uh, in vedanta uh, that uh, the gita deals with and that's the concept of the self and our true identity um so krishna continues with that uh, an explanation of the same concept in the 12th verse as well when he tells arjun that there never was a time when i did not exist there never was a time when you did not exist and there never was a time when these people around us did not exist and similarly there will never be a time when we will not exist so he basically means to say that we have always existed and we will always continue to exist and this is because our true identity is beyond a physical body and a physical mind so according to vedanta there is a divine reality that is present in all of us that's called atman and most monotheistic traditions and religions call it god uh, i don't like to use that word uh, but in vedanta i i like the fact that god is not a strong man who sits upstairs and keeps track of our deeds or directs uh, what we are supposed to do in life or you know gives us gifts or punishes us uh, vedanta basically acknowledges that the traditional notion of god is a metaphor and that it is a divine spark that is present in everyone and it is present in everything around us it's literally the energy that holds the entire universe together it's the it's it's the forces that hold the subatomic particles together it's the energy that makes the electromagnetic spectrum move through space and what makes space time curve anyway so the point behind this idea is that because this divine spark is present in every one of us uh if we live a clean life and if we think good thoughts and if we practice unselfishness and if we practice love and compassion for all of creativity not just all of humanity but all of nature then this divine reality that's present everywhere it unfolds and it basically manifests itself in its full splendor and at that point we will be able to identify with our true self our true reality which uh, is not born and which does not die so that that is basically the gist of the 12th verse this is a very complex idea one that all of us would have thought about at some point or the other in our lives uh, like you said uh, some believe that this presence is god others might believe that this is just some unexplained energy in the universe uh, either way um, i think that the way this manifests in humans or people like us uh, is in the form of an inner voice or a conscience uh, which gives us a moral sense and uh, shapes our reality having said that most of us already know all of this so how has reading about this changed your life or is there something that 
you have put into practice after reading this so interestingly i did not already know all of this uh, it was actually a revolutionary concept for me uh, when i was young i was taught about religion and god and that if i prayed then god will do good things to us you know help me get good grades in school keep us happy forever and ever and when i grew up i realized that that was obviously nonsense now the gita tells me that the thing that some people call god is in everyone including me and that also the gita tells me that myself uh, that is my true innermost self is that exact same thing and that self is watching me talk right now it's watching me worry about various things watching me worry about my health or that my elbow is injured and i may not be able to do pull ups for a long time um so just knowing that theory made me realize that there is more than this mind that constantly worries about something or the other and i realized that this is not just theory because um in practice sometimes in moments of deep focus uh maybe you know while running without headphones or just by by coincidence sometimes uh my my thoughts would accidentally become still and it it's rare and it it's more common amongst people who have a consistent meditation practice and in in those moments i feel this sense of peace uh, when when i'm not worrying and in those moments i can actually watch myself do something i i can actually see uh my thoughts uh and and i i i can i can feel disconnected from the thing that is actually worrying me in in that moment so uh, that that's how knowing the theory helped me realize that there is uh there there is actually a, a sense of self inside me that uh is is not constantly thinking is not constantly doing and that that self is not worried about things that self is not scared because it it's always uh still so yeah that that is how it's actually uh changed my my attitude and um, also now it's my goal uh, my my ultimate goal is to basically connect with that true self uh that which is unchanging and hopefully the the way to achieve that is through this spiritual practice uh, learning the gita is uh, the the theory and then learning through this learning this theory has made me realize that i i need to do that consistent meditation practice think what you're talking about also makes me think of something uh... Viktor Frankl the writer of man's search for meaning uh something Viktor Frankl had said about how between a stimulus and a response there is a space and somewhere our hope by becoming better at observing ourselves we become better at increasing that space between stimulus and response what you see and how you respond to it isn't always as instinctual as we think and uh, somewhere this self this inner observer is the observer that's actually watching both the stimulus and the response and somewhere we get so caught up in that responding 
and we get caught up in the stimulus the stimulus could be anything it could be the worry it could be like you were saying a pain in the elbow mm-hmm. for me it is uh, you know if i'm worried about work or anything um one gets so wrapped up in whatever is stressing you out and then you get so wrapped up in the stress itself that at some point you you forget that there is a bigger picture and you need to look at the bigger picture and sometimes looking at the bigger picture helps you realize that you are perhaps getting to too wrapped up and too immersed in um something that might actually be transitory you know something that's constantly moving the self is permanent um in i guess it is permanent mm-hmm. could you say it is yeah. permanent yeah I mean that 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 is what the word says right right it can't be it was never born and it will never die mm-hmm. and it continues to observe and i'm reminded of a philosopher if one could call him that rupert spira he used this analogy of how the self could be maybe seen as a movie screen and sometimes we get so wrapped up in the movie we don't realize that the movie does not stain the screen the movie passes and then the screen remains but uh, i think a lot of times whatever we are getting stressed out by and whatever however we are reacting to that stress we sometimes forget to observe ourselves and sometimes if you observe yourself you may realize that you don't have to react to everything mm-hmm. you can decide what deserves attention and what deserves a response sometimes the things we worry about are actually not in our control and uh, absolutely i think it makes sense to be strategic plan what one can but we sometimes get so wrapped up in trying to control what we cannot really control that i think we fail to observe ourselves and somewhere it, i feel like being able to observe with a sense of equanimity is uh, for me the ultimate goal the point that i'd like to raise here is related to something both of you touched upon we are so caught up these days in um, things that uh, or thinking about things that we can't control and uh, being more stressed in the process we sometimes fail to see how this world is interconnected uh, you know just just get, getting to realize um that this energy is, uh, exists in each one of us uh that i think would make each of us a bit more compassionate and we will start 
giving the benefit of the doubt to everyone uh, you know and and that in itself would uh, make us le- less stressful in, in most of these situations because we, fee- we we put this pressure on ourselves wherein we try to pick fault in people and we try to um, be better than uh, others around us and there's the sense of competition and everything that adds to this stress wherein if you take a step back and and see um, what what really matters then i feel that uh, life would become so much more simpler uh, by removing some of these unnecessary stresses uh, from our lives um, you you would be able to relate to people uh, a lot better uh, once you see it uh, through through this lens that oh people around us also um, uh, you know are part of this larger force and uh, they are also going through things that we may not be able to understand but somehow we we might be able to relate to it as well so just just that connection right so this is again going back to the energy uh, in our day to day lives it 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 is there that the presence can be felt but we fail to sometimes think about it in that direction and get caught up in things that are not really that important 